Hello and welcome to Season 2 of the Let's Talk Wrestling Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Kelby Bachman, and the song you just heard is The Energy by Shinedown, and it is also the walkout song for the next guest on the show, Kyle Berwick. Kyle is from Hedinger, North Dakota, and he is proud to represent his home state. He's a five-time North Dakota State champion and also is valedictorian of his high school class. He began his career at Wisconsin and competed three years for the Badgers. This past summer, he transferred to Nebraska in what was supposed to be a smooth transition. However, it has been anything but smooth, and Kyle is now in jeopardy of losing a year of eligibility. It's a tough situation, and it's up to the University of Wisconsin to rectify it. So please sit back, relax, and enjoy Kyle Berwick. You're from Ed- Hedinger? Hedinger. Hedinger. Hedinger, North Dakota. All right, and you said that's a small town. Super small town. 900 people. Really? 900. Yep. I graduated with uh, 16 kids in my class. What? Yep. yep. Wow. 16 kids. Uh, we had um, our co-op. Our co-op was called um, Hedinger, Scranton, Richardson, Taylor, Hebron, Mott Regent, Bison, South Dakota, Nighthawks. Holy cow. That was that was those were all the places in our co-op for wrestling. Our our main co-op for all the other sports was just heading or Scranton. And then some some had like other other schools in there. But um yeah, we had a we had like we had like two kids from Bison. Um and then the rest of the kids that were technically from Bison were all homeschooled like homeschooled kids on ranches. Mm-hmm. And those were those were some of the best guys on our team because they were just they were just hardworking yeah. like like ranch kids that were just strong. They never touched the weight room, but they were throwing bales in the <laughs> summer, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, yeah, we had guys we had guys from from Hebron and, and Richardson Taylor that that is on the interstate that goes through North Dakota, mm-hmm. and they were hour and forty five minutes away on your team on, on our team. And and Hedinger was oh. the only you know Hedinger was where we had our room, you know where we had like the actual wrestling room. So a lot of the times, those guys you know, and there were only at one point there was probably six, seven, eight at most that wrestled in Hebron, and they would work out in the town hall. They would in, in the yeah. town hall. They would move all the tables away and stuff, and we bought them mats and stuff. And those guys would have to work out on their own sometimes. And then like twice a week, they'd drive down. So it's like we had, you know, and I I never had to do that, mm-hmm. um, you know, because my dad was the coach. So I lived in the town. I was <laughs> I was with dad all the time, and you know, the the older I got, the more I the more I realized like, man, we have. We have kids on our team that like they're dedicated to it, mm-hmm. and we had coaches from. Um, well, there were more towns in there than than I, you know, that were actually in the official co-op. We had kids that lived in in Rame, North Dakota, and uh, they went to school in Scranton. So mm-hmm. they drove half an hour to school, and then they drove another half hour, forty five minutes oh to get to God. practice every night. And one and one of our assistant coaches was was from Rame. You know, he had his son on the team, and it's like we would all come together to have practice at four, and then those guys wouldn't get home until eight eight at night. Right. And then those kids that were ranching, they had chores, <laughs> and you know, wrestling season rolls around, 
and there's um it, it, by by nighttime it's 20 below mm-hmm. it's 20 below in north dakota it ain't it ain't warm <laughs> it ain't warm and you're cutting weight the whole time you're trying to watch your weight mm-hmm. you got a tournament on the weekend you got a i the things we hated were tuesday duels mm-hmm. we had tuesday yeah. duels <laughs> we'd have a tournament on saturday sunday or or friday saturday mm-hmm. and then you'd have sunday where you can have practice so now now my dad is He's freaking out, you know. Jeez, are these kids gonna come back on Monday? Right. Fifteen pounds overweight. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I was fortunate to have like really good teams. Mm-hmm. I had really good teammates. Um, my seventh grade through junior year, we uh, and in North Dakota, seventh and eighth graders could wrestle. Mm-hmm. Could wrestle varsity. Is is it that way in Nebraska too? Uh uh-uh. uh mm-hmm. no. no. So you or get, Iowa. Oh, yep. Or Iowa, mm-hmm. yeah. So I know Minnesota's there's, there, that way. Yeah, Minnesota's that way, North Dakota, South Dakota. I know Montana's not that way. Mm-hmm. Um so so it would be, you know, like at some of those tournaments we would go to Montana or we would um um yeah, pretty much Montana or something, you know, like they would see seventh and eighth graders wrestling and they're like, What are you guys doing wrestling varsity? We're like, Well, we can in our <laughs> you know. And we really need to with our numbers, you know. I think right. I think Nebraska's really good for wrestling with numbers um but like north dakota south dakota like we you need seventh and eighth graders i mean if you look up and down at 106 i mean it's you look at a bracket it's this kid's seven seven eight eight nine Mm -hmm. you know you maybe got the occasional like junior or senior and you're like okay that kid should he should be doing pretty good. Right. You know, like yeah. if he's been wrestling for a while and he's <laughs> wrestling the seventh grader, he should be doing pretty good. But Dang. yeah, I was on some pretty good teams that, that we got fifth a couple years. Then we started getting third and then, uh, and that's a trophy, right? Yeah. Yeah. And we started getting trophies and, um, then my sophomore year, we won a state title in the duels, um, which, which is pretty cool. I, yeah. I, I loved the way that North Dakota did the, did our state tournament. We had a three day state tournament in the Fargo Dome, and um, the first two days were uh, individuals and duels, and then the last day was just the just you know the placement matches. You did them both at the same time. Yeah, did them both at the same time, which was cool because wow. we had Class A and Class B, and um, you know so like the first day, you know you you'd have all the teams in the tournament. And Class A would wrestle their duels in in the morning session, and then Class B would wrestle their first round. And then the round right after that, you would come back, and so you would get done wrestling in your individual bracket, and then 45 minutes later, you're wrestling as a team. You had your duel. Wow. And, and it was cool. That's interesting. Yeah, it was cool. You know, they had they had eight mats for, for the biggest sessions, and they'd have... Th- the end mats would be duels, mm-hmm. you know, the four duels going on, and then the inside mats would be individual tournament. So it was it was pretty cool. Yeah, you know, it was it was huh. pretty it was pretty cool that way. And then um, it, it was tough because you could the second day, you know, you had a kid on your team that loses a heartbreaker in the semifinals, and then thirty minutes later, you're wrestling for a state championship <laughs> as a team. Mm-hmm. You know, so this kid just gets his dreams just crushed. Right. And then half an hour later, you got to ask him like, hey, you got to wrestle this. Like, you got to wrestle this kid that you maybe just wrestled. Right. Like there were time, there were instances like that where like these kids would wrestle in the semifinals in their bracket. And then if their teams matched up, you know, like, hey, we're wrestling for third or we're wrestling in the state 
state finals for mm-hmm. duels, it's like you got to wrestle this kid again. And there's a state time. There's a state title as a team on the line, and that's asking a lot out of kids. But it makes wow. it makes the tournament like super electric. And the, wow. the what kind of stinks is after COVID they don't run it that way anymore. Oh really? Yeah. And, and but they've but they've added um, they've added girls wrestling. Mm-hmm. So they've sanctioned that, which they should have been all along. Mm-hmm. You know, but it so it's good. It's good for them now. And they and they. The last day was really cool because um, I don't know if you've ever been to the Fargo Dome. No. Uh-uh. Like, you know, in the summer, everybody talks about Fargo. Right. Like that's the biggest. Right. That's the biggest tournament. Like, that's it. Mm-hmm. And so we got a lot of pride for that. And it's like, we get to wrestle our state championships there. Yeah. Which is pretty cool, you know. And so you picture the Fargo Dome and then you got two mats right there. Boom. Class A, Class B, state finals. And now they got three for, you know, they, they added the women's division, mm-hmm. which is good, you know. So it was... Um, yeah, it was awesome wrestling in that that atmosphere and, and wrestling that tournament style. There was it made a lot of really really tough kids. Yeah, especially like just the kids that were not used to that. You know, like we were just small town kids. You know, and a lot of those kids had never wrestled in like an environment like that. Mm-hmm. And then you get the whole state tournament and you get thousands of people all around and it's like holy crap this semifinal match is going on and then there's this huge class b duel going on right here and there's an upset here and then there's an mm-hmm. upset there and it's mm-hmm. like all sorts of crowds are going nuts so that that was i wish they would go back to it i don't <sighs> what do they do now i think they do um i think they do the the third day is like duels okay i think they do the yeah if I'm remembering right, I think they do the first two days is just individual tournament, and mm-hmm. the third day is just the duels. Okay. Which I know some states. Um, that does does Nebraska have like a state dual tournament for like teams? I don't think so. It doesn't ring really? a bell. Uh-uh. Really? That would because that I think all states should. Right. Like that's that's something that I feel like is underrated in in our sport is like the yeah, dual format. Yeah. There's there's nothing like. There's nothing like a dual environment. And, mm-hmm. and it doesn't make sense because when you get to college, the majority of your matches are duels. Mm-hmm. You know, you're wrestling as a team. You know, um, you might have, yes, no. you know, you might have like maybe three tournaments on your schedule. Um, especially, you know, D1 schedules, I know for sure. You know, I know, I know some colleges run their schedules a little bit different. They have a lot more tournament formats, but... You know, when you get into the Big Ten dual season, it's like you got Northwestern and Illinois this week. Okay, next week you got Iowa. Okay, next week you got Penn State. Next week you got, you know, and it's like you're just wrestling duels. So that's why I wish, that's why I wish, to, you know, the the NCAA would have a, a, a dual tournament too. Mm-hmm. You know, whether or not they took, like, the top eight or the top 15, you know. I know collegiate duels are going on. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like. It's not the same. Yeah, it's not the same. You know, it's like, okay, collegiate duels are going on, but there's only certain teams invited and only certain teams go. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's a good showcase. You know, I think dual tournaments are are a lot cooler than, than people, like, want to realize mm-hmm. because a team environment in an individual sport like that, where it's just one big upset changes the whole dynamic of yeah. the duel. It's like, well, on paper, you know, we should beat these guys by f- 15 points. 
well, that's not, you know, it doesn't end up wrestling like that. And it's mm-hmm. like, whoa, you know, up and down. And then one team gets an upset and then the other team gets an upset. It's like, you got to wrestle for your team. Yeah. You know, so that's, that's, that's a big reason why I, uh, I loved wrestling for that, that team, that team aspect. Mm-hmm. And it, and it's hard to, it's hard to explain to people who haven't been in that situation like like who 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 who've never wrestled or like didn't I don't know wrestle for a state title mm-hmm. as a team or something like that which is you know it's not a bad thing but like I I wish that wrestling would kind of take more of the, like the dual approach mm-hmm. not not that individual approach isn't because at the end of the day we want to see NCAA champions all Americans and see who's best at the weight like that's that's the cool thing so I I wish more states would do that I you know I I think a lot of states do because I know some states do their like individual tournament first and then the next week then they do like their state duels or something like that so but anyways enough about <laughs> high school wrestling no I, I just uh, Nebraska does have a duel so oh they duel, do yep so they I don't do. want I want to correct okay. myself they do um, good good for them yeah that's, that's pretty sweet They're, it's like it, it's cool winning a a, a tournament format as a team because it's like man we scored a lot of points and then but you know like uh, there's only so many points you can score mm-hmm. you know uh, as as a wrestler with all your bonus and everything like that but then when you do it as a team it's like you know we my, my experience when we won my sophomore year we were the complete underdogs going into the tournament mm-hmm. everybody counted us out except for us mm-hmm. you know we pulled off an upset in the in the semifinals by three points, and we had like three guys win matches that they nobody nobody saw coming yeah. ever, ever, except for us. We because because we were wrestling as a team, and then we wrestled in the state duels uh, in the state finals, and the match comes down to a seventh grader on our team <laughs> who didn't qualify for the state tournament at one hundred six. And a freshman on their team who didn't qualify for the state tournament at 106. Now it's like, holy, Man. you're asking a lot out of like a 13-year-old kid <laughs> for a state dual championship yeah. for your town, you know? And 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 we we end up we end up winning the, winning the match and we won the dual 31-30. It's like it's like you don't forget those type of right. things, you know? You, you might you might forget like how certain matches went in tournaments and stuff for for all sorts of guys but it's like as a team everybody involved in that your community your fans mm-hmm. all, their, all your families and stuff you'll never forget that you'll never forget that like the team that came in and and wrestled as one mm-hmm. and through all all the ups and downs of all the guys you know because i can i can name off three in my mind that like guys got just absolutely heartbroken in their individual tournament mm-hmm. and then come back and they beat somebody they shouldn't have beat or that people said they couldn't beat you know and that that made us underdogs but it was like it didn't matter mm-hmm. the rest of the team so it, it that, that was a cool experience in North Dakota yeah I, I would I would I think that would be a cool experience for all high school kids to to get you know and it's tough wrestling them at the same time. I guess I could see how that's like tough when you have bigger states with more kids mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And it's a lot of matches like back to back to back. But 
I liked the way that we ran ours mm-hmm. and more states like crowning like a state dual champ like that would be yeah that, that that would mean a lot as a team you know because even even the guys that even the guys that lost a match in that duel they played a part in it right you know mm-hmm. maybe they held the, maybe they held the kid to a major when he should have got a tech mm-hmm. you know maybe they held the kid to a decision when he should have got a major and we end up winning by one and that that was the case mm-hmm. you know so that was kind of my experience wrestling high school in North Dakota yeah it was it, it's it's kind of tough when um, when you're struggling for numbers you know when you just got yeah. so many like when you got so many towns like that it's it's tough and then asking families and, and kids to travel and stuff and in a in a sport that's in the winter right. in North Dakota I was going to ask about you know when it snows or when you get bad weather like you have somebody you said even your assistant coach was 30 45 minutes yeah. away like how yeah and he's taking care of his ranch at the same time you know yeah how do you and, like deal with that uh a lot of shoveling <laughs> a lot of shoveling so. i would say a lot of shoveling a lot of like slow driving on the <laughs> highways mm-hmm. and you know it, it's tough when you got you know, I know, I know my dad's going through it right now. He hasn't, had, he hasn't been able to have practice in five days. They got, no so, much, kidding. They got so much snow. I mean, every single road in North Dakota, every, every highway, every interstate, like the whole state, you looked at one of those road maps, just all red, no, no wow. travel. Yeah. You know, and, and, and that's tough when you get in the middle of a season, it's like, okay, you know, we had three, four weeks of good practice. Kids are getting their weights in check. Mm-hmm. Kids are done with football. Mm-hmm. You know, they're getting into wrestling mode. Boom. Okay. Well, you can't practice for five days. Yeah. You can't. You cancel school. You can't have practice. And when you cancel practice and kids can't go work out, oh, it's going to happen to your weight. Right. <laughs> yeah. Know, it's going to be easy for kids to, you know, and not that not that kids need to be cutting a whole ton of weight. I don't believe in that. Right. I don't think that's a good thing. But it's like uh, you let somebody who's gotten their their body in shape for wrestling especially a growing kid right and then you can't practice for five days you come back oh my goodness now you're 18 pounds over Mm -hmm. and now comes in the part where you gotta lose all that weight well you don't associate that with positive feelings when it comes (laughs) to wrestling yeah and you're like dang really so it's it's tough for a state that can struggle with numbers, but it's getting better, mm-hmm. you know, because because of all the work we've been doing with North Dakota, and and a, and a big part of that has been just starting at the club level, yeah, you know, starting yep. starting with the kids, trying to get more kids out, and then advocating for more wrestling, more camps, stuff like that, just being involved with it, and they want to wrestle. And then that's led to us having way more kids at junior duels at uh, at Fargo and wrestling on our freestyle and Greco teams. So that was that was one big thing for me in high school that I wanted to kind of like lead by example for. Mm-hmm. Is that there were a lot of Class B kids that like you know summertime came around it was okay it was you know it was working and stuff like that and it was like yeah I want to work too and I want you know and and summertime is time to work but. You know, we we can we can wrestle at at freestyle events. We mm-hmm. can wrestle at Greco events and stuff, and we can do well. You know, just because we're from Class B, 
just because we're from all the small towns. You know, yeah, is it going to take some dedication? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a lot of times I didn't have, I never had partners in the summer. I had, I had good friends that were willing to, to work out with me and, and, and really? some kids, yeah. And some kids that maybe didn't want to wrestle, but, or didn't want to wrestle freestyle or just weren't going to wrestle in the summers and they wanted to work and do all sorts of other stuff. But at the same time, I was like, Hey, we can do this, you know, we can, and we can be successful at it. Mm-hmm. And, and that, and that definitely paid off because we, as a, I think my, I want to say my junior year. My junior year at Junior Duels, North Dakota made the gold. We made the gold pool at Junior Duels in freestyle for like the first time since we had won it mm-hmm. in like the 90s. Um, I think if I'm saying that right, <laughs> you know, like if I remember right. But it, but it was so cool because then, you know, then you had kids from all around the state, from the big schools, from the little schools. And we were just wrestling as a team, mm-hmm. wrestling as North Dakota. And kind of bringing... <laughs> Not so much bring it back, but proving to proving to all the others, you know, you kind of got a chip on your shoulder. You're like, okay, we have Fargo, you know, we want right. we want all these other kids from these other states and all these other states and to for them to think, okay, when we think of like the North Dakota kids, like they're tough, right? Like they're tough, they're scrappy, like they're not just the state that has it, right? You know, and 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 we did that by you know. We won a lot of stop signs. We, we we had a lot of kids that scrapped hard, so that was fun. Mm-hmm. That was a fun experience, and I had a lot of I had a lot of um, I had a lot of pride and like respect for like representing where I, where I came from and like at that level and stuff because it, I I never would have been able to work as hard as I as I can and like accomplish my goals without all their help, you know, mm-hmm. without all the help of all the families. And, and, you know, there was new, there were numerous times when we would have all these kids, we would bring them in on Friday, you know, cause we got to leave for a tournament on Saturday morning and all sorts of kids are staying at our house <laughs> or they're mm-hmm. staying at the, this, this other teammates house. And, and they're the kids from, you know, they were, they were the kids from the other, from the other towns in the co-op that well, we had practice Friday night. We're going to leave at 4 a.m., mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like we never would have been able to do any of that without, without all of our all of our families and, and our communities and stuff. And we had a lot of people travel for us. I mean, we had a huge crowd at Fargo. We always do, mm-hmm. you know? And um, just the culture of, like, the, the families and the parents and everything. It's like we're not, we're not strangers to driving. You know, Fargo, the state <laughs> tournament was five hours away. Jeez, yeah. You know, it was like in your own state. <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't like you, you know, you weren't going to drive to wherever you were going to go. Mm-hmm. So that, that, you know, I, I had actually watched my, my last match the other day that I wrestled for North Dakota, um, my senior year at Fargo. And, uh, and I just remember like, kind of soaking that all in. Mm-hmm. It's the last time I'm going to wrestle in Fargo Dome. It's the last time I'm going to wrestle representing North Dakota, you know, actually in the bracket, you know, so re- representing team North Dakota. So it was like, it, it, it kind of came with like a lot of pride and yeah. like a lot of, um, yeah, yeah. A lot of pride for like all, all, all sorts of coaches and everybody. Like, I mean, I worked so much with 
all the coaches on the teams that we were rivals with in the regular season. You know, when, when, when the wrestling community in North Dakota was that tight, you know, it was like when it came to the summertime into the freestyle training camps and stuff, it was like I was working with the coaches that were in my corners and then high school season came around and I was wrestling their guys, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and, and we were wrestling them all the time. It was like, yeah, did they want, did they want to beat me? Yeah. But then summertime came around and we're like, we're going to, we're going to beat all the other states. <laughs> we're going to beat all these other guys. So that, that was, that was, that was kind of my experience growing up in North Dakota, like for wrestling and like high school mm-hmm. and stuff. It was, it, it, I feel like I could, I feel like I, I had a relationship with everybody in the wrestling community. You know, it's like you knew everybody. Mm-hmm. And um, I know a lot of people don't have that experience, you know, that, that come from bigger states or stuff. And not, not that that's a bad thing, but mm-hmm. it's like it's, it's unique. It's unique, I guess I would say to me. And it helped me kind of like mold my, my outlook on wrestling. And like how it how it's helped me form all these relationships with people, and and get to learn from people and get to get to have relationships with mentors, with other coaches, with other people that are, that are still rooting for me today. Mm-hmm. You know that I was wrestling against their guys five, six, seven years ago as a high school kid, and they're they're watching every duel that I'm wrestling now in college, so. That, that's that's a cool experience. Mm-hmm. Do you still feel like you're, you know, even to this day, you know, you represent North Dakota, even oh, though yeah. you're not wearing oh, yeah. a North Dakota singlet? Yeah. I, Which is funny you say that mm-hmm. because the last two tournaments that I've wrestled in unattached, I, I wear the red oh, team North really? Dakota singlet that I wrestled my last <laughs> my last freestyle mm-hmm. match in and, at, at Fargo Dome that summer. Um, so I, I do big time because... Those are, those are a lot of people that are supporting me and rooting for me no matter what. You know, they, they there's not a lot of guys, um, there's not a lot of guys that that go next level in North Dakota mm-hmm. solely on numbers, right? Um, there's a lot of states that have a lot of guys go to college wrestling, mm-hmm. which is good. You know, it's just, it's just that the North Dakota numbers are, are smaller in comparison. Not that we don't have a lot of guys go next level, mm-hmm. you know, we're having more and more, which is great to see. That's what we want. Um, but it, but it's like you, you have all those connections and everything and they want all of our guys. And, and I, I do too. I want all of our North Dakota guys <laughs> to be successful, mm-hmm. kick butt at the next level and go division one, be, be an all American, be a national champ, you know? Um, because they're, they're, because there's been few in numbers, you know. You when I when I was growing up, I was I, I wanted to be like Terry and Troy Steiner, you know, Coach Steiner's, and they wrestled for Bismarck Century, and I, I wrestled Bismarck Century all the time, <laughs> you know, and and they were national champs for Iowa, mm-hmm. you know, and it was like it's like you pictured them, and you're like I I want to represent North Dakota like that, mm-hmm. you know, and I want to I want to I want to be better than that, you know, like you want to. You want to break. You want to break the mold mm-hmm. on that. So, I do. Um, the The thing I kind of like, I've kind of fought with is like trying to do trying to do things, um, trying to perform to represent um, more than just myself. 
you know, cause, cause that can add some pressure on you. Mm-hmm. Um, if you let it, if you kind of think about it that way. So the older I've gotten in college, the, the more I've grown to understand that like, yep, I'm, I'm representing North Dakota and I want to be, you know, I want to be a, a good ambassador for North Dakota, a good mm-hmm. representative. But at the same time, it's not like I have so much pressure on myself, like to win, you know, to, to, to represent all those people back home. So that's good. Once I got, cause once I got to high, or once I got to college, I kind of like focused on that a little bit too much. Mm-hmm. And that kind of added a lot, a lot of pressure because it's like, it's like, you don't want to, you know, you don't want to lose. You represent more than yourself, but it's yeah. like, you know, once you, once you start getting more acclimated to college wrestling and, and growing a better mindset and stuff and getting tougher at this level, um, you, you don't really got to worry about that, mm-hmm. which is nice. Yeah. Did you ever think about then going, you know, staying in state and going to North Dakota state? Um, I did a lot, you know, I knew that that would be like that. That would send that, it's, it's tough to say. Cause, um, I wanted to, mm-hmm. but at the same time I wanted to, um, you know, I didn't want to base like my, uh, my decision of where I wanted to go solely on that. Yeah. You know, I just wanted to pick what was best for me moving forward. You know, what, what is, what is, what is the place that I want to train at? Where, where, where do I want to go to do, to, to become the best version of myself, you know, to challenge me to do it that way. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, Nebraska is the right, Nebraska is the, the place for me. You know, I, I, I have a sense of belonging and, and instinctively I know that, mm-hmm. you know, like it, it feels right, you know, it feels right. And, um, you know, coming out, coming out of high school, I was, I was, the, the recruiting process is kind of, uh, <clears throat> it's, it's kind of overwhelming yeah. if you let it, um, especially if you're just getting bombarded with, with phone calls, texts, letters, you know, stuff left and right. Um, so I felt like I did a good job at that, but it, you don't really know, you don't really know what to expect until it happens. Right. But it's a, it's a good thing because it's a, it's a really special time in your life. And, and it's something you're always going to remember that, <laughs> that whole recruiting process. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, I had thought about it a lot. Um, but, but ultimately, you know, I, I chose, uh, to kind of go out of state and, um, you know, it's not something that I think I, you know, it's not something I would regret. Yeah. You know, it's not like I wanted to just stay in state. And I think that, I think that goes for a lot of, a lot of guys, you know, they, you, we, we got guys from Pennsylvania on our team, mm-hmm. you yep. know, and, and, and they're kicking butt, you know, and they, they could have easily just thought like, okay, I'll just go to Penn state or I'll go to Penn, mm-hmm. you know, which, you know, it, it could have been in the choice for them, but you know, they, they felt to go this route. So, um, but, it, but it is, it is kind of like a, it's kind of like an interesting dynamic when you come from like a state like North Dakota, yeah, it's like, right. so, so, you know, when you think, when you think of states with like the lowest population, just in numbers, like North Dakota, South Dakota, Wyoming, they, they ring bells. So it's like mm-hmm. you, the wrestling community is pretty tight and you kind of know everybody. So yeah, that, that that's, that's kind of how I feel about that. Yeah. And when, you know, when you're as good as you were in high school, um, there may be some added pressure at, in a smaller 
population state to go to the in-state school. You know, similar, I feel like, to Nebraska in a way. Like, there's a lot, of, I feel, pressure for those really good Nebraska high school kids to just go to Nebraska, you know. Mm-hmm. So I can, I, you know, there's probably a lot of pressure there that unbeknownst to you. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I would encourage any any kid in that, like, recruiting process to – um, not let that, uh, that affect them, mm-hmm. you know, it's, and it's easier said than done, right. you know, and, um, you might feel like, like, wow, I'm the only person like, going, <laughs> you know, like I, I'm the only person that would ever feel this way. I, mm-hmm. I guarantee there's been plenty of, you know, there's been plenty of wrestlers that, that feel kind of that, that pressure. And maybe you don't want to like kind of admit that yeah you're like eh, i don't really want to kind of like face that like that's not there like, yeah. and kind of just kind of just ignore that isolate that thought but it's it's i, I would say just to like follow your instinct mm-hmm. you know follow your, and and really evaluate what you're looking for and and that's and that's nothing against you if that's not your in-state you know like like place that 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 kind of pressure is coming from that's you know it it's your life. Mm-hmm. You got you got to make those decisions and do what's best for you. Mm-hmm. So, well, you um, I noticed you were so you're five time state champ. Mm-hmm. Your seventh grade year, how'd you how'd you finish? Um, seventh grade year, I actually was not the uh, I was not the starter until um, till after Christmas break. Mm-hmm. So the first the first. Uh, the first semester, I, w- I just simply wasn't big enough. I was about 85 pounds. Oh. Yep. And so I was still wrestling kind of like the junior high schedule. Which I bet happens <clears throat> a lot if you're wrestling a seventh grader up. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot of undersized, you know, kids, which I think North Dakota would benefit to have like a 98-pound weight class. Yeah. Like, like bring that back. Because I know, you know, my seventh grade year and my eighth grade year, I wrestled um, – I wrestled lower weight classes at, at, at Miles City, you know, because <laughs> mm-hmm. they still had 98. And so I was like, man, this is a perfect tournament for me because mm-hmm. I can still, you know, I can wrestle all the the high school kids at a lower weight. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, my my seventh grade year, I finished the year 44 and 10, you know, <sighs> and and 10 of my, you know, all 10 of my, you know, 10 of my 18 career losses in mm-hmm. high school were my seventh grade year. <laughs> um, Amazing. You know, I... I got up. I got up to about ninety four, ninety five pounds. How'd you do that? I I just grew a little bit, oh, okay. you know, and I I got lucky. <laughs> I don't know how. I started, you know, I played seventh grade football at eighty five pounds, <laughs> you know, and I started out. I I vividly remember this stuff. Trust me, hey, this stuff mm-hmm. stuck with me. Um, but yeah, I I I had a I had a heck of a run at at the state tournament. I came out of the seven the seven seed. Um, oh, they seed it. Yep, okay. yep, okay. yep. North Dakota seeds top eight. Um, beat the two seed, beat the two seed, and and I think I think I hit him with a side cradle, like a mm-hmm. Merkel, a Merkel for four points, and I, I beat the two seed, and then lost to the kid who won the the state title that year, like three to two. Mm-hmm. I was winning the match two to one, uh, third period, give up takedown. Oh, this guy's heavy. Yeah, can't get up. Yeah. Um, so that in, in, it was tough. I, I can't, you know, I kind of had a, a rough backside and, you know, I was young. I was yeah. like, man, I want to be a state champ. I, I finished fifth. So it was, it was a good, it was a good tournament. You know, it was good, good to grow. Um, you know, what more can you ask out of, <laughs> ask out of those seventh grade, yeah. you know, the seventh grade kids that are undersized, but it's like, you know, I, I 
used a lot of my quickness. <laughs> I, I had a low single, and I just dove on anything. Is there a minimum weight? Uh, no, I don't think there's a minimum weight. Okay. There, there's yeah, there's no minimum weight, but you know, I I could clearly feel undersized. Yeah. At at, at 106. Uh, but I didn't have to worry about what I was eating. You know, I was you go to practice and then <laughs> go eat whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I've, I vividly remember the last day of the state tournament. I weighed like ninety four point nine, and I was it was like the heaviest I had weighed all year. And mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, today will be good. So yeah, yeah, no, I um, I finally got big enough in my eighth grade year. Um, you know, I got up, I got up to maybe. Uh, 112, 114, you know, I grew, right, grew a little bit, go. grew, grew a good amount. And so then 106 was like a perfect, yeah. perfect weight for me. And then, uh, and then from there, I just, I went up by a weight each year, mm-hmm. you know, 106, then to 13, then to 20 and then 26. <laughs> and then my senior year stayed at 26, you know, cause I figured, Hey man, I'll be, I'll be 125 in college, you know, 26 will be the weight for me. I'll mm-hmm. just get, just get used to that. And then got to college and learned a lot more about nutrition and yeah. a lot a lot a lot better sleep you know a lot learned a lot more about lifting you know I, I i had done good job lifting throughout high school and stuff but you know it was more more times like we'll throw on as much weight as we can and do as many reps you know um and then uh got up i tried making 25 my retro year <laughs> didn't happen yeah. didn't happen but uh but i also had access to all sorts of fast food that yep. I never had. And I was like, man, I can, I can eat Qdoba every single day. I can, <laughs> I can order this from here. And, but, uh, the 33 is a good weight for me. Yeah. I feel strong, you know, not cutting a ton of weight. Um, you know, I've, it, I feel nutritionally a whole lot better, you know, um, living healthier that way. Mm-hmm. And in, in a sport like wrestling, that's, that's, it's weight management you know you have to um you can't cut any corners mm-hmm. you know if you if you start sacrificing that stuff it's it'll it'll hurt you mentally it'll hurt you physically you know and you won't feel your best and at the end of the day that's what we want to do mm-hmm. we want we want to train it train it our best and perform at our best so mm-hmm. that's 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 how my that's how my weight kind of kind of fluctuated a um, lot lot different than when my dad wrestled you know college wrestling back in the 80s and and he was wrestling 118 yeah. for four years mm-hmm. you know and and i couldn't imagine making 118 for me now you know i know i can make the weight but i don't know how i'm gonna wrestle on a one hour weigh-in and a duel after right that, right you right know? so those, those guys were those guys were tough mm-hmm. those guys were tough that was gonna be one of my other questions um your uncle and your dad both wrestled at uh, Dickinson State. Yep. Was that ever an option for you? To think yeah, I, that, that was. Really? You know, I still have a, I still have a special place in my heart for the Blue Hawks. Yeah. You know, I uh, Dickinson State's an AI school. Um, Dickinson is just an hour north of of Hedinger. Mm-hmm. So my dad grew my dad grew up in in Dickinson, um, wrestled for Dickinson High, and then went to college at Dickinson mm-hmm. State. Um, uh, my uncle Keith wrestled at Dickinson State too. He he went to um, he went to Bismarck Junior College back then. Then went to NDSU and then went to then came back to Dickinson State. So um, that that was I I trained up there all the time. Mm-hmm. I wrestled you know in high school I would go up there and get my butt kicked by the good college <laughs> yep, kids yeah. and stuff. So it you know and I and I got a few buddies that that 
that wrestle at Dickinson State now and 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 played football at Dickinson State now. And so if they're listening to this, shout out to them. <laughs> you know, those guys, those guys, I uh, I I root for I root for them all the time. I I don't know. I feel I feel a lot of pride mm-hmm. for 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 Dickinson State. Mm-hmm. You know because you know my dad. My dad and my uncle very connected there, mm-hmm. you know. So it's and I, and I got a great relationship with those coaches and and all, all the guys on the team and stuff. So and we we've had we've had quite a few um, guys come out of my high school program that went there, mm-hmm. you know, that that did great there. So um, that was that was an option. Yeah, that was an option. Yeah. Um. I also saw. So you were um, you were a three year member of the academic honor roll in high school. Mm-hmm. What happened the other year? Does it only say three? Yeah. Where is it supposed to be four? It should say like six. It should say six. Yeah, because we academic honor roll. Yeah, right here before Nebraska, three time member of the academic honor roll. Oh, matter. that oh that's at that's at uh, University of Wisconsin. Oh, was it? Yeah. Wisconsin? Yeah. I, yeah. Oh, no. This says in high school. I'm in on your high Wisconsin sc- page. In high school? High school. Three-year member of the academic honor roll. National Honor Society president and member of the student council. Hmm. I don't know why it says that because <laughs> I, I had a 4.0. Uh, oh, no kidding. Throughout, cumulative throughout high school. So I, you know, I was on the, I was on the <laughs> honor roll every semester. Um, wow, 4.0. But I, uh, yeah, I, I was, I was academic all state every year. You know, wow. six six years. So, um, do they start your GPA then in seventh grade, or does that's a good st- question? I I don't think they do. Okay, I don't think I think your high I think your high school GPA starts your your freshman year. Okay, but um, but yeah, I I I I remember getting those. We got a certificate. You know, we got a big certificate too, yeah. which was pretty cool at the state tournament and stuff with your bracket. So, and it had the state was so small. It had all the names of everybody on your. <laughs> Mm-hmm. On your thing, on your academic all state, you know, you know your uh, your paper that you got, your certificate that you got, everybody in the state that made it, which is pretty cool. I mean, oh, there were quite a few names. I mean, so were you valedictorian? I was. Nice, yeah. cool, yeah. cool. So, what um, were you on the honors or the student council? Because you were the president. That's your national honor society. Yeah. President. So our, our student our student council was pretty small. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, uh, um. Our librarian ran our, our student council, mm-hmm. um, Mrs. Christie. I, she was she was awesome. I was a student librarian for her. She was she was great. But you were student librarian. Yeah, nice. yeah. And cool. then um, and she encouraged me. I I was part of student council. Um, student council at our school. You know, we kind of ran like uh, we ran some of the fundraisers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And um, she was like, "You should run for run for an office." And I was like. Well, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what. And she's like, well, the, the, you know, they need more. Mm-hmm. They, they, the juniors and seniors, we need more. They're, the classes were really small, right? So I was like, okay, I'll run for student council parliamentarian, you know, parliamentarian, parliamentarian, and um, run some of the meetings. <laughs> I, I would say, mm-hmm. um, which most of the time it was just all of us talking together. <laughs> But yeah, but yeah, I was yeah, I was student council parliamentarian. Um, I was uh, National Honor Society. I, you know, uh, our student counselor, our uh, Mrs. Olson. She wanted, she wanted all the seniors. She's like, we'll let the seniors see if they want to run for some first. And I was like, 
I'll run for president. All right. <laughs> you know, and our honor society was pretty small. Yeah, yeah. Too. So, but no, it was it it was cool because he. You had such a great connection with all the teachers. Yeah. You know, you saw them all the time. They came to all your things, came to all your football games, all your baseball games, all your wrestling matches. Mm-hmm. So um, <clears throat> it, was, it was fun getting involved in school and stuff. Um, all, all your friends in your class were everybody that you worked with in your organizations. Yeah. So, um, but, it, but it was fun because then you got to, then you got to, you got to know everybody really well, you know. And when those are all the people you see, yeah, you're going to get to know them pretty well. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I, um, you know, you hear the, you hear the saying of like North Dakota, nice, Minnesota, okay. nice, yeah. you know, that, Nebraska, nice, Nebraska <laughs> Mid, it's that Midwestern yeah. thing that yeah. it's true. Yeah, it's true. Um, you know, not that other people from other States are nice, but like uh, people that would, people that would help you when you, when you needed help Yeah, and that would be there for you, you know? Um, and when you got a community that small, what other choice you got, mm-hmm. you know, and that's just how everybody's raised. So it, it, I, I, I loved my high school experience. I did, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of, a lot of people, you know, a lot of people didn't, right. you know, which is unfortunate, right. but like I did, mm-hmm. I did. And I, it didn't feel like it went fast. Um, it didn't feel like it just boom, zoomed right by because, I was having a great time. Mm-hmm. I was having a great time and doing the right things and surrounding myself with the right people, you know, um, and and just reaching reaching for my goals. Mm-hmm. You know, I had a lot of lofty goals. Yeah. I still do. Yeah, you know, which is good. You know, I was I was I was brought up to have big dreams. You know, and just because you're from a small place, it don't mean that. Look at also, you know, there's all sorts of people that came from small communities, right. small places that have done great big things, impacted a lot of people. You know, that that whole thinking of like, why not me? Why not me? Yeah, I I, I work hard. I can do it. So, believing in believing in myself and carrying that chip from on my shoulder from being kind of from a from a smaller place, mm-hmm. a smaller community. Yeah, you know, and just being like. Yeah, yeah, I, rep- I represent them. I know all these people. They all support me, mm-hmm. you know, and that makes that makes you believe in yourself tenfold, mm-hmm. tenfold. So, when did you start believing in yourself? Or, you know, like <clears throat> because coming from a small town, I'm from a small town, but not not quite that small. Um, you know, there is some doubt. Like, can I do this? Do yeah. I have the resources? Like, you know, is this something that I can keep up? You know, yeah, all those know. all those human thoughts, right? Yeah, yeah. because yeah. you're from a small town and making it big, having big dreams. Sometimes you get put down like that ain't gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. I would say, yeah, I would say when it, once I hit middle school, really, you know, once I hit, when, even kind of upper elementary, because I knew I wanted to be good. I was, I was good in elementary school. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, won won some triple crowns and won you know won the state tournament and mm-hmm. stuff. And I was like, man, I want to be good. Like I want to be. I know I can be. Just because I'm you know, just because I don't have a big room, just because I don't have you know club practices mm-hmm. every single day. You know, my parents. My parents were you know my parents. My uncle Keith. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. all 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 my family that you know I got a lot of family in Dickinson. Um, 
there's a lot of support from them, you know, a lot of support from, from my teammates in high school, all the, you know, all, all the coaches, all the parents and everything. They always believed in me always. And I was like, there was not for one second. I wouldn't believe in myself. I'm like, I can, I can win, you know, just because, just because I didn't get to practice all the time, you know, with, with partners that other kids from other States had, I was like, that just made me tougher. <laughs> I was like, I can, I can do it, you know? And, um, you know, I think technically wise, like, like tech technique wise, I was behind, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, I, I struggled to kind of scrambling stuff like that. Um, that's, that's kind of mainly how I, how I would lose those kind of high level right. high school matches and mm-hmm. stuff. And I knew that. So I, I did my best to, you know, fix those problems. So I went to, I went to all sorts of wrestling camps. I went to the, you know, I went to all sorts of college camps and stuff like that to, to learn that and, and take that away and then build on that with what we had in our room. Mm-hmm. And, and we've kind of taken, we've kind of taken that approach with, with our high school you know, with, with what my dad has been, um, kind of pushing there. It was like, and, and in North Dakota, we did it, we did a great job, um, bringing in all sorts of other clinicians on a weekly basis, you know, for fall camps and stuff, you know? So, um, I know Luke and Jake Melmer, you know, those guys wrestled for University of Minnesota and now they're coaches in, in the Bismarck Mandan area. Mm-hmm. And they helped me immensely. You know, they ran a fall camp during the football season, you know, like play football all week, play your game on Friday. Okay, Sunday, drive up to Bismarck, drive a couple hours up to Bismarck. And you got a camp where they were bringing in a college coach or they were bringing in um, a college athlete or they were bringing, you know, all sorts of stuff. And mm-hmm. it was like, I was wrestling the whole time. You know, I was wrestling during football season. And the more we've kind of uh, advocated for that in North Dakota, the, just the better the wrestling's been, which is great, mm-hmm. which is great because it makes our whole state better as a whole. And then it makes it that much easier for those those same kids that maybe you don't have a bunch of partners. Maybe you don't have anybody to wrestle with. Right. Well, you can, you can still get tough. You can get mentally tough. Mm-hmm. And... You you find that in a lot of in a lot of kids that maybe they don't they maybe they don't have ideal training situations you know maybe they gotta maybe they gotta do a lot more on their own and I didn't I never saw it as a bad thing I think that's 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 why it worked is because um, I was never told it was a bad thing I was never told it was like you're at a disadvantage you know that was kind of like <clears throat> that was kind of like a like a given. It's like, yeah, that is a dis- disadvantage, but I can't control that. Right. So I'm going to control what I can control. I'm going to work my butt off. So I think that helped. That helped mm-hmm. big time. Yeah. Big time. So fast forward from you know high school, you you land at Wisconsin. Um, how did you land there from the get go? So. Um, the coaches at Wisconsin were uh, previously at South Dakota State. Um, when I was getting recruited coming out of high school, you know, I was I was thinking I didn't want to go super far from home. 
you know, but I was open to, you know, for the longest time I wanted to wrestle for Corn- Cornell, you know, Kyle Dake really? was like, yeah, yeah. Kyle Dake was like, man, I want to be Kyle Dake. Mm-hmm. I had Cornell socks in elementary school and stuff. <laughs> and, uh, you know, once, once I got older and I started, you know, I was getting calls from Cornell. I was talking, right. I was talking to, to Gabe Dean and mm-hmm. I was, you know, I was talking to coach Manning and I was talking to Minnesota, NDSU, South Dakota state. I was like, I got, you know, I can make this a reality mm-hmm. however hard I want to work. And, um, uh, they, they took the job out at, at university of Wisconsin. Well, and, what happened with Cornell? Um, it's just too far from home. Yeah. You know, just too far from home. I think it would have been, um, I guess I hadn't thought about it much, you know, until now. <laughs> until you asked me um, it is, it is, it is a way. I, I did get, um, I, I did think I wouldn't be as homesick as I was. Um, but I think it was just a change of pace moving from a town of 900 to a city of 250,000 with 40,000 people in school. Yeah. You know, but, um, the coaches moved out to Wisconsin mm-hmm. and continued recruiting me. So I was like, man, I want to wrestle in the Big Ten. That's a no. That's that's a no brainer. You know, best the the Big Ten is SEC. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you know SEC of football. Um, so or the Missouri Valley or the or the Missouri Valley, <laughs> hey, Missouri Valley, yeah. <laughs> NDSU, SDSU. Yeah. So I, uh, yeah, I I just. I thought I can I can do that. I know I got what it takes. Mm-hmm. You know, I know what I got what it takes, and I believe in myself. And let's work my butt off. And so I went that route. And then, uh, yeah, I'm here. Mm-hmm. I'm here. I'm in the Big Ten, and I'm uh, I'm where I belong. I where where I feel is right now. You know, um, but yeah, it was it was it was a crazy recruiting experience because you're just not used to that you know you no no kid is Mm -hmm. you know i could only imagine like the five-star cornerbacks and the (laughs) five-star running backs that are talking to all those big football colleges or the basketball players or like Mm -hmm. that were talking way more than i was you know it's like they would have a lot on their plate you know and 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 it's hard to it's hard to kind of juggle in your mind when you're going to high school you know you could let it all go to your head mm-hmm. and but it, it was it was a great experience so i i made the decision to to go out to to wisconsin and then um and then spent three years there and now now i'm here mm-hmm. so i uh i i was recruited pretty hard by ne- nebraska coming out of high school and um you know hindsight's twenty twenty, but I'm here. Mm-hmm. I'm here now. I'm here when it matters. Yeah. So. So you ended up at Wisconsin, and um, yeah, you end up transferring here. And as as much as you're willing to divulge, mm-hmm. you know, it kind of circulated the whole transfer process from Wisconsin to here. And I've kind of chatted with some people about it. Like, first off, you're not the first person to transfer. <laughs> you <laughs> not, know? not. And all. you won't ever be the last, obviously. Thousands. Well, yes. Thousands. So, Describe, I guess, a little bit, first off, just the transfer process in general, yeah. because there are going to be people who are listening who are transferring and yep. just kind of, yeah, take it from there. Yeah. Um, you know, this whole this whole situation has been difficult. Um, it's been 
it's been difficult on, especially, you know, an athlete in my situation where you want to do what's best for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but, at, but at the same time, you can't, you can't help but feeling some things are out of your control. Um, which my, my situation is, um, I, I, I had decided to transfer after last year's NCAA tournament. Um, you know, I had, I'd, I'd been kind of building up to it at that point and I was like, I need to change, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I, I need to change for, you know, my academic situation. Um, I need to change for just my, my wrestling program situation. Um, location wise, you know, I, I, I didn't assimilate into Madison as well as I thought I would, um, you know, and, and, uh, but, but regardless of all that, you know, I, I had a great, I had a great experience. Mm -hmm. Thankful for, I'm thankful for the experience that I had and, and the opportunities that, that I was given. Um, so I, I had kind of, I had kind of decided like, okay, this is, this is the route I'm going to take. Um, but I have some time to, to, to figure it out. I have some time to, to take my time with it. Um, that was in, you know, that was in April. Right. You didn't want to make a rush to judgment or anything. Yeah. And, and, and lean on my family and and, and gather everything that, that I need to, you know, just the same way I kind of took it the same way I took my, my recruiting experience approach. Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't, I didn't make a choice super fast. You know, it, it just based off of like just impulse feeling, anything like that. So I took my time and um, June 13th, I, it was, it was middle of the summer, you know, early, early summer. Yeah. I had gotten done with school the first couple of weeks of May. And I'm like, this is the time, you know, like this would be, this would be a good time. You know, mm-hmm. I can find a new home. I can find and, and get settled, you know, get, get situated. Um, spend the summer there training and then hit the ground running. Mm-hmm. And I went in to notify, uh, notify the coaches and, and, and notify Wisconsin about, you know, I was going to, I was going to transfer. And that was something that I, that I do, you know, I, I was raised to, to do that in person. That mm-hmm. wasn't something that I was going to make a phone call about, yeah. you know, I was going to tell somebody, you know, and I was going to, it was going to say it, say it to them and and thank them and it, it turns out that in my situation the sport of wrestling had the first year of the transfer window deadlines now the first year the first year so this was the this past year this past year was the first year for for these new transfer windows that had okay. been implemented now they had been implemented into i believe football, men's and women's basketball, maybe baseball. Okay. Maybe the the year or two prior. So so it's relatively new. Mm-hmm. Um which I hadn't I had no idea about. I just knew that the transfer portal was was what you utilized mm-hmm. and um I, I I I'm smart enough to know that okay, you can't you know, you transfer mid season, okay, you're probably gonna be out ineligible. Right. You transfer really really late okay august september october you're probably going to be ineligible right like i you know i was smart enough to know that and i'm like early summer i'm like okay this is a great time yeah you know this is a great time it makes sense you know i understand that it's going to be tough for you know 
for coaches to, to, to find a scholarship, any, anything like that. Like I understood that, but I didn't, you know, I had made my mind up yeah. and I was going to do it the right way and, and, and make that transition as seamless as possible. Or so, so or so I, so I had hoped, <laughs> you know, and, um, this, this new, this new rule for all the other sports that have been implemented was that if you were going to utilize the transfer portal, there were certain deadlines um, after your championship season for you to to enter the portal and then transfer to a new place, enroll, you know, sign sign another letter of intent, and then um, and then be eligible. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I was completely unaware of this. I was I, was, I just. I just didn't think that that was a thing, you know, I, cause yeah. from prior, prior experience, I know guys had transferred mid summer and it, they were fine. Mm-hmm. You know, they never dealt with anything like this. So, and, and to me, um, timing wise for a wrestling transfer, this made sense. Right. The beginning of summer, um, it's not like I'm transferring at semester. It's not like I'm transferring after the summer. You know, I'm giving, I'm giving ample time for people to say, Hey, he's, you know, okay, this guy's out there. We could take him, you know, this guy's leaving this place, you know, there was, there was nothing going on. NCAA season didn't start until October. Right. (laughs) So I entered the portal and then I, I was told that I would have to, I would have to be ineligible for the next year. And I was confused. I was like, wow, why? You know that that doesn't. Am I am I not transferring early enough? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I then I come to then I come to learn that the the Division One deadline was May first, which in all in all reality that just that that simply doesn't make any sense. I mean I I was still I remember I had a final on May fifth. <laughs> that I'm was like, the. First I'm like thing I happened. I don't know how I'm supposed to have that all in check, you know, or, or is the NCAA expecting us to get done with the NCAA tournament and then that week figure out, okay, I'm going to transfer. Mm-hmm. It's like, do that all that quick. Um, and then th- there's so many other rules go along with it. Like the, the deadline to transfer to a different division, you know, was June 15th. So I, I made the cutoff for that. If I was going to transfer division two, I, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you and I'd be eligible. Yeah. Um, and, and that wasn't the route I decided to go. Um, I wanted to, you know, I wanted to transfer to, to a place that I had, you know, that I had in mind that, that I was envisioning is the place for me. And Nebraska was it, you know, Nebraska is it. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, I, I entered the portal. I, I made the transition and then I, I, did that knowing that there was waivers I could sign, you know, there was ways that I could keep my eligibility. You know, I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't transfer without knowing that there was ways I could fight this, Mm -hmm. you know, with ways I could make this right or, um, get a release from, uh, the university of Wisconsin, you know, like I knew this was possible. So, um, once I, once I was enrolled here and, and, and I was all settled here, um, my situations come down to, you know, basically two things. I could go the route with 
the University of Wisconsin and the route with the NCA. And um, I've I've went my route with the NCA, and that's that's come to a dead end. I've I've no longer had anything with that. I've submitted you know I've submitted my appeal with my waiver. I've um, or I've I've appealed their decision multiple times um, for my for my waiver on the basis of. I was simply, this, this is a brand new rule. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I, I didn't know, you know, and, and it, it had never crossed my mind at, at that point to, oh, maybe I should look up and see when the, right. you know, when I can, when's the last day I can transfer because it was so early. It was, it was the end of May and I, you know, the, the people I needed to talk to came back and I talked to them as soon as I could, as soon as I could. Mm-hmm. Um, and June 13th just happened to be then. And so I knew it was still early enough. I was like, Hey, this will work. You know, I I can transfer and, and I should be good, Mm -hmm. you know? And, and one thing you mentioned was you had a final. I mean, that's, that's one of the first things that kind of dawned on me because we just had finals here, you know, like May 1st. I'm like, dude, that's right around. Which is crazy, which is crazy. You're expecting, obviously this student is, 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 is the student athlete is, is, troubled in some sense like they're they're conflicted right like geez, like transferring is not a simple decision mm-hmm. you know that, that you take lightly you know that that's you're changing where you're going to go to school you're changing who you're going to wrestle for mm-hmm. who your who your teammates are who your coaches are you just pack you know you're packing up and taking yourself from point a to point b right that's not a that's not a light decision that you take mm-hmm. um so, you know, that, that's, that's just confusing. They expect, you know, they expect you as a, as a student athlete, you know, to deal with that and school and your sport and finals. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's a lot, right? you know? Um, so I, 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 I've gone the route with the NCAA and, and they've basically notified me that it's, it's not the institution's responsibility to educate the athletes, you know? Which, which is confusing because I, 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 these bylaws and everything for athletes, you know, for athletes considering transferring it out there, like if you didn't know these things beforehand, you, you're not going to know them, Mm -hmm. you know, you're not, it's not like every student athlete is notified of every rule change by the NCAA. You're, you're informed that through your compliance, through your athletic administration, every, whatever they tell you is what, you know, you're going to know other than if you, Hey, I, I better, I better look up all these backdoor rules and everything that right. I, that I got, that I got to know. But like, as the as a student athlete at the time, you're just thinking about uh, I want to be successful in my sport. I want to do well at school, and then when then when you're going through tough times, it's like you're trying to deal with that. Right. So it's when you said it, that, I wonder whose whose job is it then? If it's not the institution, then isn't it the NCAA? Yeah. Uh, like yeah. which is which is strange because you know it's it's like how else would I've been notify I just didn't mm. I just simply didn't know right. I I didn't know that that was a thing I didn't know that there was a specific deadline um so once I once I'd known that there were routes that I could you know I could ap- appeal appeal for waivers or, mm-hmm. or you know at least get my voice out there and say like like hey 
here's my situation. Like, I, I don't believe this is, especially within the first year of this affecting wrestling mm-hmm. and let alone this does not affect grad students. Yeah. Let me tell you, like, like as a graduate transfer, you, there were, there were wrestlers in the portal well after me who are grad transfers. They already have their, their undergrad degree, but they're, they're, they're able to wrestle right now, mm-hmm. which they should be, you know, which I, which is good. You know, they, because I don't have my degree, you know, I, I am put under these, these rules. Right. Different rules. Yeah. These different rules. And it, it just, it just, it doesn't seem to make sense. You know, it, it, it doesn't seem to make sense. And so now, so now I'm to the point where, you know, the, the University of Wisconsin can, they can sign my NPO, um, my, my waiver release and, one signature, one signature from us, send it to the Big Ten, I'm good to go. Uh, they could do it while I'm talking to you. You know, um, there's no there's no deadline for that. Mm-hmm. There's no deadline for um, for any of that, you know, with 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 these waiver with, with this waiver rule that they have um, for for my eligibility. And um, I'm I'm simply advocating for my year of eligibility because it's, it's important to me, you know, it's, it's not something that they, that, that any student athlete should take lightly either. You only get four yeah, or or five. You know, and for for me, I, I, I was fortunate that I've, that I, that I have five, you know, my first year, I only wrestled from January 7th to March. Anyway, Mm -hmm. I wrestled 15 matches and that, that, that COVID year was was very, it was a struggle. Right, it was. Yeah. Um, when I was at Wisconsin, we never stepped into the, we were never able to practice in the wrestling room until the week of the first match. You know, and no excuses. Like wrestlers are tough. We'll make it work. Situation, but yeah. you know, we'll make it work. But was that was that a quote unquote normal collegiate competition year? Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. Mm-hmm. You know, there were no fans. There were, you know, there there were family members. It was, you, I, I I couldn't even go up in the stands to see my family at Big Tens. I had to talk to them between ropes, you know. Mm-hmm. And so so this year was, was especially important to me because I had I have three more years, you know, this mm-hmm. year and then two more. So... As an athlete, chasing chasing your goals, and and wanting to be, you know, wanting to perform and wanting to compete, why why would you not, you know, why would you not want to use your voice to at least advocate for that, and mm-hmm. at 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 the very least, if others, you know, if other transferring athletes or other other kids in this situation in the future, uh, if they can hear this. And at least know like oh like remember that situation like I should I gotta know that and if I could help one of them so they don't have to go through that that's a good thing mm-hmm. you know that's a good thing um, I know it's affected a lot more people than than it may seem mm-hmm. and I just hadn't heard anybody talk about it 
And I don't, I don't want to be, you know, the one to think of like, you know, martyring yourself about anything. It's like, it's like, I, that's not my intention. Right. But if, if I can use my voice and help and, and, and help others, that, that'll be worth it. Mm-hmm. You know, that'll be worth it. And at the very least, you know, the University of Wisconsin has stated that they, they, they fully support me being eligible immediately. Um, everything within our, within our uh, NCA waiver appeal and everything like that. Um, and to me, uh, all I'm simply asking for is, is please sign it. Mm-hmm. You know, please sign it. I just, I just want the opportunity to compete. Yeah. You know, um, y- you only get so many years to compete. Right. You know, you only get so many seasons, and when it's in, when when you're an athlete like that, that's important to you. Like that is that affects your life. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I kind of thought about it this way. You know, if if you live to be a hundred years old, and 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 I get five years of college competition season mm-hmm. that's five percent of my life yep that's that's a big that, that's you know one percent of your life that's pretty big and that's if you live to be a hundred years old <laughs> yeah you know that's a big that's a big percentage of your life when you think about things that affect you um so i'm so i'm in the i'm in the situation now where it's just you know i'm i'm using my voice to to ask them to do the right thing, you know, and, and without, you know, without bad intent of, of, of bad mouthing somebody or Mm -hmm. or saying something, you know, that, that's, that's not my intention. I just, I I want the opportunity to compete. I want to wrestle, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and I would hope that all other wrestlers in the, in the situation, I hope they would feel the same, you know, like I, I, and I, I don't want other wrestlers to go through this. Yeah. I, I don't want any other athletes to go through this. I don't want them to have to end up in my situation. Um, and and it's unfortunate, but, you know, there's, there's, there's ways you could go about it that aren't the right ways. And I believe I'm going about it the right way. Yeah. You know, so... Um, you know, I've had a lot of I've had a lot of support from, you know, Nebraska. Mm-hmm. You know, I've worked with great people, great, great, great people. You know, my teammates, my my coaches here, they've supported me a hundred percent. You know, hundred and ten percent. My family, um, all my supporters back in North Dakota. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're so it's it, it's tough in a situation where, um, you know your opportunity to compete it's, it's, it's kind of out of your control you know and there's no use in like there, there's no use in trying to fight dirty trying to trying to you know talk bad about people that's 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 not what I'm doing mm-hmm. you know I just I, be, I believe I've earned the right to, to wrestle mm-hmm. you know, to wrestle this year I just I, I it does not seem fair for the NCA to, you know, to implement rules that affect your life and then say, well, you should have known. 
especially a brand yeah, should, new rule. Yeah, should I have known? I, that's 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 irrelevant to you <laughs> yeah. know. That, that that's a simple <laughs> that's a simple answer. Should I have known? Yeah, I should have known. You know. Yeah. But like, how could I have known? You know, I uh, I I I just wish for some like transparency. Right. You know. Um, you know, or or at least for institutions to do right by by the student athletes because everything today protects the student athletes like like it should be. You know. I, I'm not, you know, do I think it was wrong the way transferring was way back then? Like, yeah. Like if you wanted to transfer back then, it was like you transferred and you sat a year, no matter what, mm-hmm. like yeah. you sat the next year Yep. and you got four years in a red shirt year, you know? So if you redshirted, you didn't like where you were at, you transferred, you were sitting the next year. Now you got three years left. Yep. That wasn't good for the athletes. You know, that wasn't good for the athletes. Yeah. Um, you know, I it it's tough when it's tough when you you hit some adversity like this that you know that others are involved in, you know, and it's like I, I've never been one to, to, to blame people, you know, point the finger and blame because that's you know, wrestling does not wrestling yeah. does not create that character because you're the one on you're the one on the mat mm-hmm. you know it's you you win or you lose you know and you can't point the finger at anybody um which is the way it should be mm-hmm. you know so i i don't i don't see this situation as as placing blame on people i just you know if this is if this is what i'm told if this is you know if the if these are the facts like I, I consider you to sign this, you know, like I urge you to, to sign this and, and just, and do the right thing. So, you know, long story short, that's, you know, that's, that's my, that's my transfer process to now. Um, you know, fortunately it's only, it's only a one year thing, you know, um, which in reality, it. <laughs> still stinks mm-hmm. but you know you're not going to get anything done in life just moping around about it mm-hmm. you know you're just gonna you're gonna go on the decline so um i've been very i've been very grateful to be in in the place that i am you know and to have have coaches that have you know have my back have, have teammates that that push me and hold me accountable and um have really welcomed me, you know, really welcomed me. I've only been here for, oh, five and a half months, right. you know, and, 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 and Nebraska is the place that I belong, mm-hmm. you know, and I, and I believe that. And, and I feel, I feel welcomed here. I feel, um, just in my gut, it feels right, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, so I'm just I'm just gonna keep on advocating for that. Um, I hope that if there's any others, you know, any other student athletes, like I had said earlier, that would ever hear this, you know, I I I would hope that none of you have to go through any of this, you know. And if you do, I hope it works out in your favor. You know, I hope that that everything works out well that way. 
So mm-hmm. that's been that's been my transfer process so far. Mm-hmm. How have you been able to stay positive? At times, you know, because obviously, yeah. like you're saying, you, yeah. know, you can go on the decline. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's 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 tough, but it's been um, it's it, honestly just seeing my growth as uh, as a person and um, and as a wrestler, you know, and, and having that mindset of like, okay, I could just sit and you know waste this time, you know, I could sit and waste this time, or I could just work every day to be the best version of myself and become better for it. And that's been surrounding myself with, with this tradition and this mm-hmm. team, you know, and, and, and my coaches and my family, you know, who, who's have really been there for me through all this, all the people back home in North Dakota um, and wherever, you know, and wherever that, that I've visited with, that I've spoken with. Um, and, and all the people that have, you know, all the people here at Nebraska, the, you know, the compliance that I've worked with, the, the administration, um, seeing how hard they fight for me, um, that, uh, that, that really, that, that really hits you, you know, yeah. you kind of sit down and think about that. You're like, like, man, this, like this person, this person is, is speaking on my, you know, speaking for me, you know, like speaking up for me they're 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 doing work for me mm-hmm. you know in what way can i can i you know i mean i guess it's kind of the way i think about it but it's not how it is but it's like what way can i repay them okay mm-hmm. i can you know i can repay them by doing my best giving mm-hmm. my best effort being the best version of myself that i can be um and that means doing doing the right things you know living my life the right way and uh becoming better as as a, as a wrestler being a better student, you know, this is the best, this is the best semester as a student I've had since I've been to college, you know, because I've been in the right mindset. Mm-hmm. You know, this is the best semester as a wrestler I've been, mm-hmm. um, the most growth I've seen. And, um, at the end of the day, it just, it, it, it comes down to believing in myself mm-hmm. and when it gets tough and, you know, on those rough days, not giving in, not giving it mm-hmm. because when, when you have that much support and that many people that, that, that do believe in you, you believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. a big positive attitude. Mm-hmm. Big positive attitude. Yeah. You had uh Mark Manning's wife on Facebook even advocating for you. I, no. When I saw that, I was like, wow. You like, know, and, and, you know, and a big thing about that is like, it comes back to that, like how short I've been here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's like, you come in at you come in on the team and it's like oh this is the new guy that transferred you know like mm-hmm. are we you know we're gonna stay 10 feet away and we're gonna kind of like test the waters for a little bit until mm-hmm. it's like no like dude jump in head first and i got my teammates support me and they you know and and my coaches support me they believe in me mm-hmm. you know and just just like just like how it was when when you were looking to make a decision you know, they're like, we believe in you. That's why we want you. Mm-hmm. That's why. That's why we think you should come wrestle for us. And then you get there, and that's how it is. Mm-hmm. You know. So it, it's it's a uh, it, it 
it's been easy to do that. Yeah. <laughs> that makes it easy. I mean, realistically, that makes it easy. There's times, you know, there's days where you wake up and and I'm like, man, I should be I should be starting for the duel this week. You know, I should be getting ready for the duel. <clears throat> yeah. But you use that as fuel. You know, use that as fuel. Like, okay, well, what can I do? Okay, well, I can get better as a wrestler. You know, I can get better as a, as a student. I can get better as a teammate. You know, I can be a leader. And and that all stems from... <laughs> From, from the situation mm-hmm. and who who you surround yourself with, you know, so big time. Yeah. And I think also, I think we talked about before we started recording the recruiting process, you know, there were two schools that you had to unfortunately turn down, obviously, because you went to Wisconsin, but one of them was Nebraska mm-hmm. and you had such a good relationship. You called them, right? Yep. You know, yep. so not yep. burning that bridge, you know, just, and I think that's part of the reason why it was kind of easy for them and yeah. his, you know, Manning's wife to advocate for you and yeah. push for you. Yeah. One of the, one of the hardest phone calls I've ever had to make in my life. I, I vividly remember that one, mm-hmm. you know, I was getting ready for a football game that day, <laughs> you know, tough, yeah. tough phone call to make to, to coach Mark Manning, somebody you look up to, you know, and say, um, coach, thanks for everything, but I'm going a different route, you know, yeah. and it's tough tough you know and then three years later um you enter the transfer portal and these guys believe in you just nothing's changed yeah they're like we know what we know what you got we know what kind of person you are Mm -hmm. and and you're you're who we want Mm -hmm. you know we we believe in you and and that sort of of belief that's that's crazy (laughs) that's it's crazy you know that's that's you know, uh, I don't know, girlfriend turns you down, you know, and then three years later, like, hey, watch back. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, that's, it's kind of like that, it's kind of like that idea. Um, it's like, wow. They almost, it's, it's like they really believe in me. They almost like, like believe in you more than you believe in yourself. Exactly. Man. It's like, holy cow. Exactly. And and that shows that like they care about you, right? You know that shows they, they that that they they see they you know coaches coaches see things in athletes, right? You know they see things in athletes that 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 they think suits their tradition, suits what they're what they're building, what what their culture is, mm-hmm. and and when they see that in you, and and they're upfront and honest about that. They're like, we see that in you, you know. We know you got what it takes. It's like. Yeah, I do. You know, I, you know, I'll wrestle for you. You know, I want to wrestle for you. So, um, that, that was, you know, that was one of the, that, that was a great feeling. You know, that was a great feeling and having a great relationship with them prior to that, Mm -hmm. you know, and like you said, not, not burning, not burning any bridges, you know, and That's always been a good way to, to, to look at it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's always been a good way to look at it. And and I think that's that's a, a big root reason of why, like, uh, I feel like I, I belong. You know, I feel mm-hmm. like I'm where, where my, my gut tells me this is right, mm-hmm. you know. And that's, uh, that's made me feel a whole lot more comfortable, a whole lot more confident in myself. Um, and it's helped me grow as a person. Mm-hmm. It's helped me grow immensely as a person mentally you know mm-hmm. 
Well, yeah, on behalf of all the Husker fans, you know, who haven't seen you, know, we're happy to have you here, obviously, you know, and can't wait to see you on the mat and hopefully sooner than later. Um, but I want to end on a couple of a good note here. Mm-hmm. So from North Dakota, you're a Vikings fan. Oh, yeah. And why the heck did you end up in Wisconsin with all those cheeseheads? That's, uh, that's a great question. <laughs> I kept that. I kept that. uh I kept that undercover for as long as I could because <laughs> it felt like <laughs> you felt like as a Vikings fan, you were especially in in in, in Wisconsin's big Green yeah, Bay fans. Right. And I and in North Dakota, you know, you're like you see, OK, majority probably Vikings fans. Mm. All right. There are some Bears fans. Here. <laughs> my friend, my friend, Jacob Dixie, I'm talking about you. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that was, and it felt a lot worse when they were beating the Vikings all yep. the time. But now, hey, now the Vikings, yeah, look, 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 look who's winning. Yes. Now, all right. Um, even though they just lost the Lions. Oh, whatever. Whatever. Um, you know, you saw some. Didn't see any Lions fans. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be yeah. honest. Um, saw some Packers fans, and they would give you know. My friend Brett, yeah, you ever listen to this? He giving me crap every day at school, you know. Um, the occasional like Cowboys fan here, and right? There, right. You know, that Midwest, I think. But I kept that. I kept that undercover for a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, 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 because I, uh, I was like, man, if I bring that up, like, it seems like because yeah. like I would I observed for quite a while, and I was like, they do talk about it a lot. They seem pretty like passionate about right. it. Even, all sorts of people, you know. You know even girls and, and I was like <laughs> and I was like I better not let them know yeah. <laughs> I'm a but it came out and you know eventually I was like and that was when the Vikings started winning alright and mm-hmm. I was like yeah yeah I'm a Vikings fan <laughs> so that, that was that was yeah I funny you put it that way because I thought about that right? I was like do I bring my Vikings jersey with? <laughs> right. When I when I moved out of there, I was like, no, probably not. I keep mm-hmm. that one. Yeah, I keep that one packed up. Which jersey? I'm a Vikings fan too. Got, so. the, old, got the old Randy Moss. Oh, me too. One Classic. Yeah, Classic. I got a Randy Moss and a Chris Carter jersey. Oh, Chris Carter, cool. Hopefully, uh, Mom, I know you listen to this. I hope that <laughs> I only asked for one Christmas present this year. I'm not a big big present guy. I don't right. ask for a lot of things. I said I texted her two months ago, and I'm like. Mom, can I get an Adam Thielen jersey? Wow, really? Nice Adam Thielen jersey. Really? He's he he's always been one of my favorite guys to watch. Really? Adam there's a story about mm-hmm. him too. Mm-hmm. You know, just bust his butt, you know. And then the sad thing though is had that crazy season and now everybody just spies him so you know, they put so much cover on him, it's like, okay, can't throw it to Thielen. Right. But I think I saw he had the most catches without a drop this year so far. Really? That, yeah. that makes At one sense. Point, like, he's, he's sure. Right. Which he's, he's, he's got some hands. Yeah. I, I just keep thinking about that clip where he catches that ball over the middle. Got so much space north and south, but nope, I'm going to cut left and run right <laughs> into that guy. I, I get, is it just me or does he do that more yeah, often he does. than people think? Yeah. yeah. I'm like, he just picks somebody out and he's like, I'm <laughs> running into you. Yeah. I'm like, dude, you can get like. Seven more yards. Yeah, you're north. Run, run forward. <laughs> but no, he's he's yeah, he's one of my favorite guys to watch. Yeah, he's one of my favorite, and of course Jefferson. Yeah, you know, that, but, yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I also saw. So the cool thing I will say about the Wisconsin um, wrestling website is it has asks about off the mat. 
Mm-hmm. And so one of your things that you said was, which I totally agree with, you wanted to trade places with Evan Wick because you want to see what it would be like to be <laughs> yeah. tall. Yeah, yeah. Me I, too. You know, like, I just wish I was a little bit taller because I'm about 5'6", you know. Yeah, like... I'm, I'm right behind you there. I'm like yeah. five five. Right, like right. Five, yeah. five. Same. And, and once you know? I got when I got to college, it was five four, and I was just like, <laughs> oh, I need to get to like five five, <laughs> you know. And but yeah, Evan was there the first uh, the first couple of years. I was there. Me and Evan, you know, great great friends. He's a good dude. Mm-hmm. He's a really good dude. I've you know I've come to him to ask him about a lot of advice, and uh, he was a great teammate. You know, I was happy to see him. Have good success out yeah. at Cal Poly, and now he's coaching there now. You know, so that's somebody who went through the transfer process yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. Went through, you know, so I so I had reached out to him, you know, and asked asked him about the process and everything because we because we had been good friends. We were, mm-hmm. He was a great teammate to me. Um, but yeah, that and he's tall. Yeah, and he's tall. How tall is he? Oh, psh, Evan's got to be six two, six <laughs> six. At, you know, six one, six mm-hmm. two, six three. I don't, even, I don't even know. But I just remember, you know, all the times I watch him wrestle in practice, and I'm like, you get these easy takedowns, <laughs> snake, snake an ankle. I'm like, dude, I can't even reach that. Even. Right. And it's fun watching. Kind of weird to say that, but it's kind of it's fun watching way taller and longer people <laughs> wrestle because I, I just think in my mind, I'm like. I wonder what it's like. <laughs> right. I wonder I did, what it's yeah. like. I got, I yeah. got mm, short, I got short arms. Right. Short. But yeah, no, that was, that was uh, I, I, I felt like that was a pretty witty answer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Cause I, I have to agree. I'm being short. Yeah. They don't realize how nice it can be to be tall. Yeah, I'm you sure. got a lot of leverage on the mat. Right. Like, you know, one of the, one of the toughest, one of the toughest guys Ever wrestled stylistically and strat- strategically is Boo, you know. Yeah. When, when I'm wrestling Boo, it's hard. Yeah, it's hard. He's got so much leverage in certain positions, and, and you know, you get stuck underneath him. <laughs> I'm like, holy crap! Yeah, what do you do? Like, this guy's like, this guy's this, this guy's leg is taller than me. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but, you know, being short has it has its advantages too. Yeah, I'm closer to the mat. Right. <laughs> Um, and then your so your Twitter handle is is it just real Kyle Berwick? Yep. And then your Instagram is the real Kyle Berwick. Is there like a fake Kyle Berwick or why is it the real uh, Kyle Berwick? So it, that was just a funny thing back in high school that I never changed. I think I did that like maybe my my freshman year or something. Me and me and my buddies were joking around football one time or whatever, and <laughs> and uh, some of the older kids had you know like. Uh, they had all their their handles, and there was like official or like like fake. Oh, there. Yeah. So, I was, and we were so you know all the freshman friends and everything were like, yeah, we could put like the real. So we had, I had a bunch of friends that had it was it was like a it was like an it was like an Xbox clan. Oh we, yeah, because yeah, I had <laughs> my my gamer tag and Xbox is still my <laughs> client name. <laughs> so it was like that. It was yeah, kind of like okay. an inside joke. But then but then you see you see stuff on. On social media all the time, and it, and and people are like, man, people who got at the real before their name are losers. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, it kind of looks cool. It looks cooler than just at Kyle Berwick. So yeah. I had um, funny, funny you say that because um, on Twitter, <laughs> on Twitter, I had uh, I thought I was being funny mm-hmm. a couple years ago. Um, I thought I was being funny, so I had my Instagram handle just the, the same. It was just at the real Kyle Berwick, mm-hmm. and then my Twitter handle I just changed it to at the fake Kyle Berwick. 
you know, because I was going to be like, alter ego. I was like, haha, this would be funny. Yeah. And then um, the Wisconsin account had like posted something about uh, like, like watch this video with at the fake cowboy talking about this. And I'm like, I should probably change that. Yeah. If like an official, you know, if official accounts are going to like tag me and stuff. So people don't look at that and they're like, that's probably not his account. Right. You know? So I was like, yeah, so I changed it back. (laughs) So I changed it back. That's funny. And no, he was, yeah, it's, it kind of sounds cheesy. Yeah. I don't think about it all that much, but yeah, it does kind of sound cheesy. And the real kind of, I'm like, but it's something is kind of like an inside joke. It goes way back. Yeah. But it's better than, it's better than the fake. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't look good, and I, yeah, that was, yeah, I've never, I've never told that story to anybody, but that's funny you bring that up at the fake cowboy. Well, because yeah, I mean, you think when you see the real whatever, it's normally because like it's a really famous person that you know they want to make maybe sure I want, like maybe I want to be famous. Yeah, I don't know. you know that so people <laughs> so realize who they're talking to. Like this is the real account for Kyle Berwick. Yeah, like I, I've looked it up. There's not very many other Kyle Berwicks out there. Mm-hmm. At least uh, from what I've seen. <laughs> so, you know, that, that's, yeah, that's funny. Yeah. It's funny you bring that up. Uh, and then the last thing here, so you have some siblings. You have Nathan Taylor and Sienna. Yep. You know, what are what are they up to? Well, um, so my, my big brother, Nathan, he's uh, he's awesome. Yeah. He's, he, he got, funny enough, he got the tall jeans. Oh, no He's kidding. tall. He's, he's very, very tall, you know, and... Um, he, he he's he's a bit older than me. I um he he wasn't around a whole lot um when I was in high school and stuff. But mm-hmm. but he moved back home. Um he mo- he moved back home uh, probably towards right towards the end of when I was in high school and stuff. And 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 he wrestled and played you know played football and stuff. And and uh, best diesel mechanic I'll ever know. That guy knows. He <laughs> Nate, if you're listening, you. You know everything. Mm-hmm. You, you're the man, and uh, so I, I've gotten a whole lot closer with him, which is awesome since he's moved back. And um, and, and I'm really grateful for him because he's um, when I when I get to go back home now, I I talk all the time with with Nate about you know wrestling and and um, and racing mm-hmm. cars stuff like that. Um, my older sister, she um, She's a couple years older than me. She graduated uh, from from North Dakota State. She she lives in in Fargo. Um, her and I growing up, she was she was the older sister who mm-hmm. picked on me all the time, <laughs> yeah. all the time, you know. And it, looking back at it now, I think she made me quite a bit tougher. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she made me quite a bit tougher, which is funny because she's five feet tall, 100 pounds, <laughs> but she's feisty. Yeah. yeah. Kicked my butt. Yeah, she kicked my butt growing up. But, um, and then my little sister, Sienna, she's she's 16. She's uh, she's she's in high school right now mm-hmm. back home, and she plays basketball, plays volleyball. Um, heck, heck of a uh, – both my sisters, heck of, heck of athletes, mm-hmm. short, short yeah, athletes. Yeah. But me and my dad, we always tried, you know, we're like – Wrestle, hey, yeah, you got you got you got wrestling in your blood. Hey? Go ahead, wrestling, you know, and hopefully maybe Sienna, maybe I can talk her in. Yeah, she's they because they're both competitive as hell and mm. just and just feisty. I'm like, wrestle, 
go ahead, wrestle. Yeah. Not girls wrestling sanctioned in North Dakota. Now I'm like, you can be a state champ. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> you get in the room with me and dad, we'll show you, we'll show you how to wrestle. We'll show you how to wrestle. I mean, they both wrestled as, as kids and stuff. So yeah. So those are my, my siblings back home. I'm, I'm, I'm real grateful for them. They, mm-hmm. They've helped me a lot through this too. You know, um, I, uh, I've grown a lot closer with all of them, you know, I just, it's kind of funny how like tough, tough things that pop up mm-hmm. kind of do that. Um, you know, and, and a big thing for that has been, I'm a lot more open with my family. Yeah. You know, I'm a lot more on a lot more honest with them about like how I feel, you know, how I feel and, and, and what's going on in my mind, you know? And, um, I'm grateful for that, that I've got, you know, you know, parents that brought me up that way and they really care about me, you know, and, and I talk to them almost every day on the phone, mm-hmm. you know, so I, I'm excited to uh, get back home for a few days, Right. Yeah. get back home, get, get in that six feet of snow. <laughs> you know. Is that how much they got? Yeah. yeah oh. I, I, I get, there's some places, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm sure, I think they got maybe a couple, couple feet at least, Still. maybe three feet in Hedinger, but just... En- enough to cancel school for yeah. the past three days and then the whole state oh shut down. So yeah. hopefully, hopefully that gets, you know, that, you know, hopefully some of that stops blowing around so people can be safe on the roads yeah. and stuff. So, and then we can have, we can have a safe trip up to Brookings. So mm-hmm. that's, uh, yeah, I'm excited, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited for everything moving forward. I'm excited for our team. Mm-hmm. You know? I'm excited to be a part of this team and, and have a role. You know, regardless of um, of if I get to step on the mat or not, mm-hmm. you know, and <clears throat> I've found a, a lot of maturity in that, you know, a lot of a lot of a lot of growth in like um, being a teammate mm-hmm. and uh, being a good teammate and in and, and being a leader, um, being being more vocal about that. So that's uh, that's always been one of my one of my goals once I got to college too was being being a team captain and and living my life that way leading by example and doing the right things so um, what better test than something like this right you know I, I've talked a lot with my coaches about that what better <clears throat> what better uh, what better test than you want to be a team captain how do you carry yourself how do you carry yourself through something like this mm-hmm. you know are you gonna fold are you gonna point the finger at all sorts of other people? Are you just gonna just stop working? Are you just gonna get lazy? There's no sense. Mm-hmm. There's, there's no no need to no need to waste time, you know, with a with a bad attitude. Mm-hmm. So yeah man. Right on. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah. I appreciate you, you know, telling your story and being oh, yeah. honest. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I I could sit here I could sit here for three more hours <laughs> and talk your ear off. Mm-hmm. So thanks for having me on. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks for Listen to me ramble. Of course. A lot of things. Tell a little bit about my story mm-hmm. and stuff. So, uh, yeah, man. Hopefully hopefully this gets gets quite big, too. Mm-hmm. You know? Hopefully help the best for your show. Yeah, thanks. And I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm just happy you had me on. Thanks again for listening to this episode of the Let's Talk Wrestling podcast. Special thanks to my guest, Kyle Berwick, for taking the time to sit down and chat with me. Cover art created and designed by Kristen Gill. Please feel free to rate, comment, and subscribe to this podcast. 
You can also check me out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat to hear more of my content. And as always, be sure to tune in to hear the next guest of the Left Talk Wrestling Podcast. Take care, and we will see you next time. Yeah.